Welcome to the Afternoon Nap. Nights! We just watched The Last of Us. We watched episode three of Vinland Saga. We're doing them both and right now. And episode three of... Of The Last of Us. So yeah. we're doing them week by week, right? It's 12.24 a.m. This is Afternoon Nap. Nights! <laughs> Let's rock and roll. So this is a long, long time. Directed by Peter Hoare, longtime TV director. You've seen at least one show he's directed. Yeah, you you said you were going to name some of the oh, stuff. Oh, Daredevil, Cloak and Dagger, um, a lot of like from CW to Netflix to all network TV. Oh, okay. He's so one of those he's directed guys. a show, an episode of a show you've seen. He's helped executive produce big stuff, big TV out there, right? And the first thing that harkens home that we're talking about with this, because Freddie hasn't played the game, but he understands that this is where we really deviate. Neil well, Jackson this is major adaptation. It. It's real adaptation. This is, and you know, I, I kind of want to talk about what uh, we were, we were texting with a friend of the pod, Ari. We're gonna ha- we're gonna have him on our, on our pod pretty soon, and he was kind of complaining about how slow pace uh, he felt like this episode was. And my thing with this show is, it's the stuff in between the fights. In, in between all the action that I'm really enjoying here, I'm, I'm enjoying the character journeys we're going through here. Everybody feels like a three-dimensional character. I'm I'm really getting to understand the world that they're living in. It's not really about the zombies they're fighting. It's about the lives that they're living 20 years later. <laughs> it's the friends we made a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know. No, I mean, listen, Bill, in the, in the game, we get him with Frank's already dead. Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett, by the way, in fucking credible. We know this. Light up the room every single time we're in there. Nick Offerman kind of plays the same character in every single thing to a certain level of extent. Yeah, this is another take on a Nick Offerman type right, guy. Right, if Nick Offerman happened to have the apocalypse happen, like like if Ron Swanson, the apocalypse yeah, 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 happens. Yeah, more importantly, if Ron, well, basically Ron Swanson became a lot of Nick Offerman and you got a little, little bit of fusion. No, no, no. Nick Offerman became Ron Swanson. I think I think they both They're the same person. Yeah, they they, they kind of became the same person. That like sarcastic, part. fun, cynical humor that he brings to every single project he's on. Mm-hmm. I love it every time. But he comes in and we get it from two thousand and three. And that's where the adaptation happens. We get him with Frank. Yeah. And that kind of love story that takes place, which is so diametrically opposite to the Ellie Joel story we're having. Well, also, what was really good here is, you know, at the beginning of uh, the first two episodes, they were a little cutbacks to the past. So the whole time I was watching this, because we waiting. Cut, I kept waiting for us to cut back to, uh, to the present 2003. I never thought that for a second. Like they, when they cut, I was like, all right, now we're at our time. Now we're at, at our time. I never thought that we were going to have to see their entire lives live out, and then they were actually going to die. I never in a million years saw that coming. I thought, and it really must have fucked over someone like you who's who's seen the that, the game, who's but, played it. And this is what we want out of the TV show. A, a, a lot of people have played the games. Like yeah. Big games, right? So you're, you're asking yourself, hey, they even said this in the post game. If we're going to do something that's worse than the original game, then we'll keep the original game. But if we could do something that's actually better and fits the TV model better, which is, hey, a couple lasting up through the apocalypse together. And again, uh, Bill, right? The whole idea of his character is that he needed the apocalypse to actually become a real man and live yeah. a, and live a happy life. He's a sad man. They even talk about this. He's a sad man, right? And then he actually gets happy 
from the you know it's like it's like a man right during the pandemic actually having a good life because of the yeah, pandemic he's, living, he's having the best i the whole time i was watching it's like this guy's having the time of his life right, and then he gets in the situation to have frank and he actually has a real sustainable life but the, i know the but- bill we see in the game is so different than this we get a dirty grimy bill alex showed me a scene i was like oh that's a different guy that's a different guy he, he he's lewd He's loud, he's funny, in a different way than this Nick Offerman, which is kind of like the sad, silent, stoic man. Well, Neil Drummond said this is like the the biggest piece of adaptation we really take in in this whole show is you're you're watching it right here. And I'm assuming, you know, they didn't make a few left turns, but pretty much we're going to stick to the original story. Yes, TV. We want real TV. We don't want... We can't get 30 hours of Ellie and Joel crawling through little floorboards. Well, well, this is kind of what I kind of said walking out of this episode. I feel like we really just ended the first arc. We've got a lot of setup. And this episode really set up that we're kind of watching a love story. And we got to watch the Nick Offerman love story, which is very romantic. And I think the story we're about to watch between uh, these two characters is not as romantic and maybe... A little bit more blood will be shed. A more bumpy ride. You know, because I kind of, I'm trying to think about this in my mind a little bit, where, hey, Nick Offerman really didn't become a real person till the, till this pandemic started, right? And so, I mean, the whole thing is like Joel, Joel's life got turned upside down because mm-hmm. of the situation. So it wouldn't be right to say that he's in a similar situation, Nick Offerman being like, oh, you know, he they're more of this. a reverse. They're more of a reverse. His situation. life got worse because of it in yeah. the way that Nick Offerman, uh, Bill's life got a lot better. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, no, they, they, they are. They're in a different situation. I think the relationships are like so opposed, though. And yeah, I, that's the, really they're very different characters. But what I really he really saw this respect for Joel. He was like, you know, Joel would like me as a guy that will do what needs to be done Pragmatic. for his people. Whereas, yeah, he loves Tess in the same way that I love. Yeah, I love um, Frank. Well, I love that line. You know, if yours was it was was ever in trouble, or you know what I mean, the way he said that. You know what I mean? There's like they, they are two of a very similar type of guy. Yeah, they are in For this world. In, in 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 this world, they are they're kind. They're pragmatic. They're thoughtful, but at the same time, they're willing to get a little dirty. Well, and, 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 and uh, the next episode, the next, the next episode looks like we could start getting a little bit more dirty. That's what it looks like we'll to me. Grab, we get a little, little Melanie Linsky from Yellow from Jackets in there. A little Yellow Jackets hype is is there in space. No, right she's now. fucking awesome in everything she's in. And, yeah, and I, I can't wait to see her. So uh, this show isn't for everyone, which is how I wanted to start it out, but we didn't start it out this way. Zombie show with two zombies in in an hour and tw- twelve minute episode. Yeah, right. You know, we hear rumblings. I I even felt the rumblings of Oh, Walking Dead season two. We're stuck on the ranch for an episode. I thought this was a zombie. I'm show. like, guys, this is a nine episode series. We're 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 going there at the show's pace, but we're gonna get there, no question. Yeah, but like, hey, The Walking Dead is also about survival. Yeah, that's what the show is. The, the Walking Dead is. In its essence, a show about surviving the apocalypse in the same way this is an episode about finding love 
and finding a meaning of life yeah. in this, you know, The Last of yeah. Us. But but also, you know, it's about the mundanity of life. I can't say that word. But um, of life. You know what I mean? No, I don't think this show is about that. I don't, I don't know. No, no. I think that's The Walking Dead. That's The Walking Dead. No, but but even though even though whenever you have a zombie apocalypse show, you always wanted to show, you know, the actual processes. How are we doing? Vince what Gilligan's doing? Uh, Vince Gilligan's Breaking Bad. I mean, Vince Gilligan's The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's just like ooh, let, let's spend 30 episodes on how did they build no, it's rick farming for four straight seasons like it's the worst parts it's the worst parts of the walking but Dead. that's the stuff he's gonna want he's the most interested in he's see, like see, oh, rick, how rick, did he rick he's he, he gonna be bending down a little farther here to plant these plants <laughs> i don't know if that's really viable i mean let's talk to some botanists let's get mark watney yeah that's exactly what i was thinking we're gonna get mark watney mark just watney. coming right <laughs> off no, but the, but the Walking Dead is about survival. It is about fighting for those small moments. Mm-hmm. This show is about fighting for the people you love, yeah. right? And, and finding people you love in a world that's fucking messed up and crazy and will kill you if you don't give the chance. Yeah, what does that fight look like? Yeah, and before the and again, we we saw it in this episode with Bill. That fight is changing who he is as a person to to meet and to have a more fulfilling life because living by himself, literally no purpose. That's why four years in, he's actually pretty quick to let Frank in. Yeah, he was really quick. He was like, I. He's like, and, and he, Frank even tells him, you know I'm lying. He's like, whatever. Come in. Get in here, buddy. Yeah, he just needs another guy to talk to. Also, you know, at some great stake. He needs somebody else to just, you can just flex on and be like, hey, yo. Look at this meal I just cooked. Ooh, I wish they had a little bit of a zoom in shot, a little like they did like the menu thing. Yeah, where they had to zoom in and they had the the chef's dish name up on top. I, I would have liked some proper plating. No, no, like can we get some light because it was so dark. Yeah, like, all the rooms because I guess he has no light because he uses his power for everything else. But can we get? Well, he, was, he looked like he was making pork chops or or lamb chops, some kind. Maybe braised short well, ribs. Well, could, also could that, that steak he had in, in like his first few days. That was great. It looked, it, it was like, first of all, borderline raw. Just right. Just right. <laughs> no, like he cooked, he put it on the grill for about eight, for about eight <laughs> seconds on each side. No, as hot as possible. Put it on the grill. And then he ate it. And he's like, fucking best steak of my entire life, probably. But, yeah. He's like, ah, where did he get? We didn't see him have a cow. We just saw that. We just saw. Yeah, the- no, I was wondering. I was like, where is he getting all this meat? No, he got. He, we saw he had chickens. Yeah, which looked like he. Served, but no, you never see him eat chicken. No, no, so. I think that last meal of Frank was was chicken. You think that last one was chicken? Because they had they killed the chickens because because you know he was going to die. Yeah. Did did he pour the the pills in his cup as well? I didn't. That's get, what that's what you're supposed to believe happened, right? Because he didn't want to. He doesn't want to tell uh, yeah. Frank that he's killing. Because then Frank probably wouldn't went along with it. So how early on were you like, Bill's dead and so is Frank? I was like, Frank's probably dead here. I called Frank being dead. Bill? Well, just because you kept telling me he's in the games, I was like... But then I was like, Bill's so old, I was like, I don't know. I I, I thought we were going to just... I thought that they were going to still come across each other. I was really surprised. I was surprised present time. We didn't get some sort of bill. And I thought the Raider... So we saw the the previ- the next episode after episode two. And we saw like the little Raider interactions. I thought it was going to be Joel helping Bill fight the Raiders. And that's that going to be... Not- so- and I'm like, you know what? I'm fine for, you know, the first time in a while. I'm fine they didn't go the action route. We don't need that. Well, because of that jump cut that they gave us in the very beginning of the app that, that took us to them, uh, that with that, that woman's uh, garment. Yeah. 
basically the whole time, even at the end there, I'm like, ah, I'm waiting for them to all to interact. You know, we, we were even like half joking when the episode was going on, like when they were taking the pills, you know, that Joel's going to walk in like, hey guys. What's going on? What are we, we having dinner here or something? <laughs> Ellie's like, oh, that smells good. Ellie's like, ooh, steak? Oh, wait, Ellie totally feels like a super nerdy band kid or theater kid. Am I wrong? A little bit. She gives up that sort of energy. Like, it's really Bella Ramsey in real life more than it is Ellie from the <laughs> video games. I don't mind it, but it's a very different deviation from the game. Well, I, I think a lot of her casting was not just for her being in season one but also geared towards her leading a season two it was also i bet her uh her thing with joel with with pedro pascal like how well uh, i heard so uh when i heard them in an interview together they didn't meet like they didn't formally meet because of covid till uh first oh, day on set because baby yoda and pedro had long casting yeah together. Right? they were meeting for like hours before to see if they, they, really <laughs> they could mesh. the thing is this you know you know baby yoda had the right to refuse pedro's casting yeah, he had that, that you know he had that no trade cause you know they could easily get <laughs> pedro out of there you know, if they, you know but the thing is this apparently he does not have an inclusion writer Oh, he doesn't have an inclusion writer? Nah, Baby Yoda. He's not about that inclusion writer. He's all about making that green. I can't seem to get any dialogue off. What's, I don't know what's <laughs> up with the writers on set. Nah, bro. He's like Calculon, like one take only. <laughs> well, the greatest the greatest scene in Futurama history. Yeah. One take. That's all I do. It's whatever. What, what's that episode called? I just know. I just know. It's it's like Bender goes on oh, all my circuits. Bender becomes the star of all my circuits. Yeah. Watch that episode right now. Turn off this podcast. Thirteen minutes and whatever minutes in. Go watch Bender. Type it in on Google. Bender joins all my circuits. Watch that episode just for the one scene where Calculon goes one take. That's all I do. No, he does it multiple times throughout the episode. There's like multiple times. Like, ah. He could have easily solved his entire problem. Right? He just says, no, it's in my contract. And then the guy's like, oh, it is in his contract. He literally says, print it. It's, it's gold. It's like a freaking calculator. All My Circuits is a show that we would be watching, by the way. And we would be reviewing on this podcast. Oh, we would love All My Circuits. No way. He's... He's back from his coma a fourth time. A robot. Well, no, what I love about Futurama is there's like that is it's that and Hypnotoad. Most watch shows no, in Hypnotoad, the Hypnotoad destroys, but you know, destroys show. every show. Though. Destroys every show. But those are, like, I guess it's all about people like surfing channels and they go and they fight, they end up on Hypnotoad because yeah, it's hypnotic. And there you go. And Hypnotoad basically takes over the entire world. So that was great when Fry's like, show's been bad ever since season four of Hypnotoad. <laughs> <laughs> Hypnotoad. Yeah, that's winning all the Emmys. Yeah, Hypnotoad wins every award every year, Alex. That literally, I could see the people talking about it. That'd be great stuff. I just like though there's like the few guys like, you know, Hypnotoad's great and all. What is it as good as it used to be? You seen this latest Calculon arc on all my circuits, guys? <laughs> no, I'm not. All right, for the haters, though, for our last of us, hey, I don't think this is the first time we're going to see something like this, adaptation-wise. No. I, I do think the 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 brother-son, father-son story we get in the city, well, you know what I'm talking about if you watch the show. They're going to keep that pretty similar to the game. Right, that we get later on, but uh, no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, right now. I'm just saying. I, I think a lot of the big action set pieces later on will be very similar because it's hard to really switch that up. But hey, I'm I don't I don't know what's coming next every episode now. 
right? Yeah. We could be getting something new. I love this. The first two they threw us for a loop. Hey, we're going to change up small moments. And now we're like, no, this entire arc is going to be set differently. Well, so as I said, this really felt like the end. This really was the end of the first arc. And felt like we're an now, episode of TV. And, you know, but also I'm talking about the three episodes as a whole. This felt like yeah. I, I set you on your mission. These are your two characters. You guys are forced to unite t- uh, together. And they finally kind of united in that last scene where they're yeah. like, these are the rules. And we're, I'm kind of bringing you in under these rules. But also, I love how right after he even told her all the rules, she puts on the music. He's like, don't put on the music. And she and she just disregards and she's throwing on the music and all that. And you're like, oh, all right. All right. So, so you know what happens? At, he, at the end, after Bill's in the game, right? They're driving off. And she's got like a magazine, right? It's like a porno mag. And she's like opens it up and she's like, whoa, how do these girls walk around with that? <laughs> right? It's a funny scene. And it's just like, oh, why are these all sticking together? And then Jill has no idea what to say. He's like, ah, she's like, nah, I'm just fucking with you, right? <laughs> right? And then they just drive off. And it's just a great little piece of character development that I was really hoping they kept in the show. It would it, See, Bella Ramsey's character is different than Ellie. Yeah, from from the little bit of Ellie you've shown me, she's the, so independent in this show. Yeah, she she is more of a fully formed person. You know, you say that, but then they do a great little thing with her, like you not know, being able to put on the seatbelt. And no, that's, that's a, but that, and that's a time thing more than no, no, I know. But you know, this it's way a good they, moment for Joel. You know, it's a good moment where it's like I I need to you know I need to baby her a little. I need to, I need to take care of her. You know what it is. Sarah is a different character in this in, in the show. Her his original daughter was so independent, was her own person, was looking after Joel more than Joel was looking after her. Yeah. So it would make sense that the Ellie character would be a little more self sufficient. Again, she's self sufficient in the well, game. Also, it seems like they've also aged up a little. You well, because Bella Ramsey's nineteen, and you want to keep her for both games. Yeah. And that brings me to a whole separate conversation of, hey, who do you cast as Abby? But that we'll probably do that towards the end of the show. Because Abby is the most jacked woman to ever live. Would you want, um, I don't know, as I know no, how. I have, a, I have a few people in mind. No, no, no. I know how the season would end theoretically. I know the, that big moment. No, this this this, this, this season but, ends the same way in the game ends. But do you do a little after credit scene and you just show us who's playing? I, I think you show Abby. I don't know, you do a cut to like whatever kind of like village I, or town they're living in. I kind of know. I think they're going to. They're gonna save that for uh, Abby for the first scene of ep- of season two, and basically she would basically be like the lead of the first episode of the second season. No, I. So I, I don't know. This is, big, this is a big lead character in the second game. In the second game, she is the co-lead with Ellie in the second game. You're, you're switching POVs with between her right. and Ellie. I know a little bit, but I no, guess not no, that. Much. I actually have the more time I think about Last of Us Two, the more I love it as well. I just know it's a very highly divisive piece of content. Huge, and I can't wait for it to be divisive. No, I think TV, yeah, this is going to be super. No, no, divisive. TV watchers are gonna, especially the people that like HBO, are gonna like the are gonna not are gonna be okay with it more than the game players. They're gonna be okay with it. Now, listen, be. there was stuff that was leaked from the original Last of Us Two because apparently they didn't pay a developer, and that led to more controversy before the game was even released. And that, and then once people played the game, they were like, "Oh, this game is actually phenomenal." Yeah. I just hate this character because of 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 whatever an action they did or, or something that happened. But yeah, um, Last of Us, we're doing it every week.
All right, let's get into Vinland Saga. I cannot believe we're still talking Vinland Saga week three. Why, why can't you believe no, it? No, I going into this, I didn't think we were going to be. I, I didn't know. Vinland Saga. There's stuff to talk about. There's stuff to talk about every episode. But, you know, it's a very different show than it was in its first season. I don't think we would have been talking about season one necessarily now, weekly. I, I think you split it up. You know, you have you have Thorfinn's father's death, and that's yeah. when you talk about it. Then you have uh, after he's finally aged up with his time with Askeladd, and then he, you know, when they get to the to the main story with Canute and Thorkell at the bridge, yeah. And then at the end, you you do one at the end, right? You could do one. Of, you could do a big ep, just just uh, your review of the fight, just the scene by scene. Ah, uh, Thor. First off, both both fight one and fight two between Thorkell and Thorfinn are, yeah. are expertly done. Some of the best animation I've ever seen in a fight scene. And, and, and it's all practical stuff. It's not like, you know, we're throwing beams of fists at each other, right? No, I have to be the, the double-wheeled axe that he's dodging. Oh. No way he's dodging these No axes. way. And no he's just way. doing it for minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes as Canute is finding himself. Yeah. God damn. But, but that's a great contrast to this episode where he's just, you know, letting himself get cut. He's just like, I will not fight. And we know. What's we're- so bad about death? Again, he. He, he he lived his life for one goal, the classic shonen trope. Yeah, right? he, he he you know yeah. it was already done. Askeladd's dead. What's his point? He What's the point it. of living? Right, death doesn't so bad. He can't kill himself. Right, like to kill yourself is is a different reaction than what he has at this point. Mm-hmm. But he's got no reason. Right, he he he's got to somehow channel his rage. Some I don't know how he'll do it. Or channel his emotion. Well, his whole thing is he's just like, I just have no emotion anymore. I have no rage. I have no anything. And that's not the answer. I don't even think he's thinking of it as an answer. He just honestly has no emotion. Like, he honestly can't. He's depressed. Yeah, but I'm saying this is not a good way to live. That's no, it's not a good way to live. But I, I can't think of anything that leads to him finally breaking out of his shell. Well, it's it's this this guy. Anar. He's going to, well, I think, because there's some sort of connection between them yeah. two. Yeah, and Anar, and even if there isn't, though, he's going to be here, he's going to be with Anar, and it's going to somehow reawaken the Forfin we know. Also, we know Leif Erikson's looking for him. But I don't know, I really don't know how they're going to play with that. Well, listen, his, again, his sister and, and mother, for all we know, are still alive. Yeah, but um, what I'm also going to say is this, is um, I was like, this is, I think it's like 30 chapters before anything actually goes down from the way people well, told what do you, me. When you say goes down, what do you mean? Like, we're getting fights. Like, you know, it used to be villages were getting plundered. People were getting raped left and right. That was just happening Thorfinn in season has one. has like a new all-time traumatic moment in his life every single other episode. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, shit was just hitting the fan. And, you know, that's just not where we are. And while this, there was stuff that happened this episode, really good stuff with the mercenaries, it's all about Thorfinn not fighting. Yeah, it's all about, he's got to, again, he's, he's got to find something to live for. Yeah. And, and Anar, I mean, to to the difference there, Anar kind of is a man still with, with goals, dreams, aspirations. He, he loves this woman. He, he dreams of actually being free again, of building something for his own. He thinks I can realistically, I could get out of here. I could make a life for myself. Yeah, again, Ma- Master's a good guy, right? I love that the Master's just like a chill dude. Master's a good guy. I will, uh, well, he's already planning out the next couple years of his life of, hey, 
uh, we'll we'll cut down all the trees. We'll do the soil. We'll let the soil dry. We'll, we'll plant our crops. Boom, money. Boom, freedom. Boom, get with this girl who likes my face. All right? Again, none of that's going to work out for him yeah. at all, right? Nah. If we know anything, we know that's slavery. Like, I don't think that works out like, for well, him. Also, you know, if we know anything we know about this anime, people don't... Happy things don't happen in Vinland Saga. No, no, no. No one's, like... I can't think of a single character that's, like... Canute? No, Canute's vi- not happy. He's, like, the guy who raised him died. He, he, yeah, he realized that he has to, you know... Be, be a, a bad man. He's realized he has to be decisive in his life and make decisions. Those decisions won't necessarily leave him happy, but he's got to make something. Are you, are you still, you're still on the Prince Canute hate train? I, I just don't buy his eight seconds and he's suddenly a different man all of a sudden. I understand when, I, when, a, when a knife is pointed in front of you, you have to make those decisions. I don't really get it from a practical point of view, but I get it from a theoretical point of view. But what I don't understand is I didn't, I didn't like the execution at the end of the day and yeah, I, I think Canute, I Canute turned from like a zero to hero zero first off no montage no training hero. sequence no no realization that I actually give a crap about at, at the end of the day like whatever there's been better shown in realization moments than that yeah give me the moment give me the really sad moment in like saving private Ryan you know when uh <laughs> When what's his name's getting killed up on top, and he's at the bottom of the stairs. Right. Oh, we can actually now put this out to the to the to the listeners and get their whole take. What better dad movie? Oh, one sec. Um, in terms of Vin- uh, it doesn't matter. One sec. Wait, wait, wait. Vinland Saga. One more. One more thing at the end of the day. <laughs> one more thing. Um, who is that guy that we meet? That guy is like there's a new the new black haired character we meet in episode yeah, no, three. He's like he's like related to the master. He's like he's like he's like higher up. So in the master the master is not Gramps. That's a different man. That Gramps. That's what I, yeah, I think I think this guy is like. So he wakes up. He asks his Gramps for breakfast. Gramps says, "Fuck off, you and I, bitch." And I, lo- and I love how this guy's like, "Ugh, cooking. I don't got time for that." <laughs> is every young like seventeen to twenty five year old who's got money in this like it's uh, this is like again like the wealth anti wealth anti-wealth stuff oh 100 percent. love it it's great stuff you're just like well also look at this 17 year old has it could do anything and and everything he could ever want and all he wants to do is fight because that's the one thing he can't do but kill himself i didn't get that impression no nah, bro he's a stupid kid he no, no, know what i don't he get wants. the because not abused literally can oh, he, oh he was drunk he was drunk really drunk really drunk he was like he was like ah kill me already like you know what i mean it wasn't actually kill me a second you pull out the knife he'll get too scared i think he really feels about that i don't think he'd kill himself no but i think he would say it out loud but he'd be like i didn't actually mean it you know when they when they pull out <laughs> why the would knife? you have to kill me man didn't Exa- actually mean e- that exactly you know no, I, I do agree that he's drunk but he you know what if he actually if he actually thought he'd be a good fighter he would have left by now exactly he's not gonna leave he like, knows he also he also respects his dad right that whole wheat sequence where the merson the the guests are uh climbing through the wheat and you see it's torn and left out in the road and he's like the wheat you know, he's like fucking Nolan with the corn in yeah. Interstellar. <laughs> Maybe that's um, the master's father. No, the, gran- the grandpa. Maybe. Who's that guy? No, that guy's younger. Nothing that maybe that's another one of the sons. Could be like a like a like a like a or like a cousin. Yeah, uh, uncle. That's the master's uncle. The master's uncle could just be a different farm on the on the on. You know, because the guests are not just for 
for the master's farm, they're for the whole town. Oh, yeah, could this be one of the connecting farms? It could be a connecting farm, right? Um, what are we looking forward to with Vinland Saga? Again, we, we can't really pinpoint where this is going down. I'm 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 just excited to like be on like episode ten when we're just like, oh, I I didn't see this show going in this direction whatsoever. Because that's already how I'm feeling. Already how I'm feeling too. And like, I am excited for what I. F- finally get to see some canute because they're just like well no 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 because you know one-eyed thorkel well yeah because also you know he's in the uh intro so that yeah. suggests to me we're gonna see him in these next he's got 12 a, 13 he's got apps. a really shitty beard in the intro yeah uh, oh, yeah i just got a little cramp um <laughs> oh. we're good we're good we're good yeah really shitty beard in the intro I'm looking forward to that. No, no Thorkel in the intro. No, there's Thorkel in the intro. Uh, there was? He's got one-eyed Thorkel. He's got a lot of patch on. I do think that they're, they're past meat at some time. Anars and Thorfins. Now, mm-hmm. will they realize that? Will somebody from Thorfins past, maybe? Yeah. Come to this place? But who's there left from his past who's not dead? There's nobody from Askeladd's crew that's left? There was those two guys they sent off with gold. Yeah. They sent off two guys with gold. There's also Thorkel, Canute. But they don't really understand what Thorfinn's whole thing was with Askeladd. To, I mean, to that extent. They they weren't on the, the, the real vil, the message that he was on. The uh, That's like the other two guys. They specifically left two guys all the money that like uh, he had left in the world. Right, right, right. And that 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 could be something there. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, also, just remember, Leif Erikson's looking for him. Right. Right. But I don't know how that how that fits in with uh, with his realization. Yeah, but that just you know that's just that's just like plot. No, that's you like future what? down the line. That's yeah, well, like, no, but that's also that's just like plot. The second we want a uh, progression from Forco, uh, Leif Erikson can just find him. This guy's looking at Oda, and he's like, no, he's not doing that at all, <laughs> bro. These guys. Uh, is Oda like the Spielberg? Yeah, that's what I would assume. Who is Oda? Like, I want to, like, like Kishimoto and these guys. What about, like, the Hunter x Hunter guy? Because remember, he, he did an entire Togashi, series. I think that's his name. That guy got it. He be did like, Yu Yu. He, but he, Yu Yu, the anime wasn't finished. The, the manga, I think, believe, was, though. No, they, they finished both. I don't think the anime was finished. Yeah, the anime I think finished. his name is uh, Togashi. They finished Yu Yu Hakusho, Alex. Oh, they may have. I, I don't know. I, I want to get into Yu Yu Hakusho. Um, just for because I hear the Dark Tournament is the greatest thing of all time. But pretty dope. Yeah. I mean, Togashi and Naruto and these guys, I mean, they're like, it's hard to say. Who are they compared to Oda and, and, and I mean, there's Miyazaki. Obviously, and I, I swear, no, 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 Miyazaki's a whole other thing because he's, you know, he's, what about Toriyama? Like from Dragon, Dragon Ball was like older, so you, it's, you know, Toriyama. We you know Toriyama's part of that first class. He's, way before, he's in like JoJo. He's making manga back when JoJo. Yeah, was that's I, I, I wonder. I would like to get like the comp hierarchy. Yeah, just like who, who like are, who's Tarantino, who's Nolan, and who are these guys like like represented through history? Like, do they think of it in that that way? I'm sure there are guys in I'm sure there's some guys in Japan who, are, who have like a podcast. Yeah, and they're like, bro, did you get the new Togashi, bro? This guy's the Tarantino of yeah. anime right here. No, no, no. They say Tarantino is the Togashi. Oh, Tarantino. Of- oh no, no. You know what? They have a movie podcast, and they're talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And yeah. bro, this guy is just Togashi right here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right, they're doing the movies. We're doing the anime. <laughs> and there we go. Exactly. That's how it works. Because I, I guess anime is probably treated like network TV over there, or yeah. or like HBO over there. 
I don't mean in terms of quality. I mean, sometimes I do mean in terms of quality, but I mean in terms of... Just I want piece, yeah, in terms of quality. Well, yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying like they're watching it the same way as like, oh, Yellowstone got 20 million viewers. Yeah. yeah. Does everybody in Japan fucking watch anime? No, they don't. I'm sure they've seen a good chunk like, of stuff. Thing, like, are there like 50-year-old dudes who are like, yeah. No, but like everybody's seen like... like um, I'm sure everybody's seen Pokemon at some point or, or it's been... Oh, well, yeah, but that's just... That's, I feel like that's just part of the... I, I was wearing races right now, but I feel like that's just like no, a part no, of the culture. I, I, I would, I, I would like to have an understanding of like, I, I mean, how popular are these are these projects? Because everybody knows what One Piece is, I'm sure. Yeah. But do do they know what One Piece is the same way? Like, oh, I know what Family Guy is. I don't fucking watch Family Guy. <laughs> I don't think it's the same. But like, you know, that terms because Family Guy is fucking very popular. Everybody knows what Family Guy is. If you're mm-hmm. 12 to 80. You probably have heard of Family Guy. Yeah. But how many people actually watch Family Guy? Very few. Yeah. We are a part of the few. The, the proud. Exactly. The proud and the brave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's watch a Family Guy right now. No, okay, fine. We're done. All right. Thank Br- you. Br- for- Brian Epps only. Ah, Brian writes a bestseller. We, you know, we, we probably will do our favorite Family Guy Epps on this podcast. We probably we love <laughs> we probably will do our top three favorite Family Guy apps. We'll probably mesh it in with the death and, of animation. And they're all just Brian apps. No, no, Brian writes the best. So they would probably be our number ones in both. Like we'll cre- each create a list of five. Yeah. Right, and we'll see. We how gotta like make separate lists. That's like separate lists, and we'll see how close we are together. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Actually, that's a good idea. All right, but um, yeah, we're done.